Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Romans. We're in chapter 4, looking at verses 5 through 8, read from the New Living Translation this time. Paul quotes from Psalm 32, written by King David, to develop his explanation of how God can declare an undeserving sinner as righteous. So let's listen to Romans chapter 4, verses 5 through 8, read from New Living Translation. David spoke also of this when he described the happiness of those who are declared righteous without working for it. Oh, what joy for those whose disobedience is forgiven, whose sins are put out of sight. Yes, what joy for those whose record the Lord has cleared of sin. Again, Romans chapter 4, verses 5 through 8, read from New Living Translation. I'll be back with insights and close with prayer. This is Hope Scott, and I pray that you are enjoying my podcast. Stitcher listeners, you can listen, like, and follow on Pandora. Five Minutes in the Word is available on your favorite podcast apps, including Amazon Podcast, Apple Music, Spotify, and so many others. Please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. That again was Romans chapter 4, verses 6 through 8, instead of verses 5 through 8. Read from New Living Translation, David is, well, Paul is uh, using David to confirm what he said about Abraham, that Abraham was not saved by works. He was saved by his faith. David had written of the joy of those whose disobedience is forgiven, whose sins are put out of sight of God's goodness, God's forgiveness of sins by God's grace. And the same is the same as declaring a person to be righteous apart from their works. So Paul is using uh, David now. Then we know David was the king of Israel. We also know that David did commit some egregious acts, but he said, Oh, the joy for those whose disobedience is forgiven, whose sins are put out of sight. So let me go ahead and share from the commentaries. Just as David describes, just as David spoke of the happy, happiness of those who are declared righteous without working for it. Uh, The introduction of this testimony of David to the same principle of justification uh, that he just used for Abraham serves only to, serves not only to explain it further, but also to show that under the law too, it continued to be recognized. 
and by David himself. He was a king and a psalmist, and he lived under that dispensation. King David of the Old Testament knew what it was like to be a guilty sinner. He knew the seriousness of sin and how good it is to be truly forgiven. He knew the blessedness of the man to whom God imputes righteousness apart, apart from works. If David were judged on works alone, the righteous God must condemn him. Nevertheless, he knew by experience that blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven. And if you remember, David um, had the, the husband of Bathsheba basically killed because he committed adultery with her. And to cover his sin, he uh, plotted and planned for her husband to go on the front line so that he could be killed. And it didn't happen the way David had planned it. So... Anyway, um, he's saying, and that, that he's that he done more than that, but that was one of the like the major egregious things that David did. He tried to cover his sin with Bathsheba by having her husband killed. And David is saying, "Blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven." And one commentary says it could be more than one deed. It could be multiple deeds. But God is a good God. And he is the one who cleanses us by the blood of his son, Jesus Christ. David agrees with Abraham regarding the idea of an imputed righteousness. It means we didn't deserve it. But God called us righteous. A goodness that is given, not earned. And uh, Paul shares from Psalm 32, verses 1 and 2, where David speaks of the blessedness, not of one who is justified through works, but one who is cleansed through imputation. This is centered on what God places upon us, the righteousness of Jesus, not on what we do for God. He said blessed, which means happy are they. They are highly favored. Blessed are those whose sins are covered, whose sins are concealed or hidden from view, on which God will no more look and which he will no more remember. By these words, says Calvin, we are taught that justification with Paul is nothing else but pardon of sin. The word cover here has no reference to the atonement, but is expressive of hiding or concealing or forgiving sin. So we thank God for that, and we thank him for the blood of his son, because we do have that salvation because of Jesus Christ. And he says, God will not impute sin. Uh, God, on whom the Lord will not charge his sin, or who shall not be reckoned or regarded as guilty. This shows clearly that the apostle meant by imputing faith without works. It is to pardon sin and to treat with favor.
not to reckon or charge a man's sins to him, but to treat him, though personally undeserving and ungodly, as though the sin had not been committed. Thank you, Jesus. The word impute here is used in its natural and appropriate sense as donating, as, I'm sorry, denoting to charge on man what properly belongs to him. And God doesn't charge what properly belongs to us. He sees us through the blood of Jesus Christ, which washes, washes us and makes us fit to come before the Father. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the lofty concepts in this section. We thank you, Father, that like David, we can say, Oh, what joy for those whose disobedience is forgiven, whose sins are put out of sight. Yes, what joy for those whose record the Lord has cleared of sin. Father, we thank you for that. We thank you for reminding us that because of your Son, we can come before your throne. We thank you for that. Father, we're praying for those who need you in a special way. You know what the needs are, be it in uh, Israel or in uh, Gaza or in um, the Ukraine, and I've been saying Afghanistan. But God, there may be Christians in Afghanistan who need you, as there are in other places. So God, we're praying for those in the household of faith, that you um, keep them, you provide for them, you protect them as only you can. Send angel protection, Father. Cover them with your, your favor in the name of Jesus. Thanking you for a good day. And thanking you, Father, as we prepare for the holidays, that things are well with us. Even though some are having situations where we have, I have a friend who's said she's been a little depressed. But God, even in our depression, we know that you're still good because she still praises you, even in her bad days. So God, we thank you for that. And we're thanking you in advance for answered prayers. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.